This is a Media 8 production. This podcast may have explicit themes and swearing and may not be suitable for children. I was on stage and I was promoting laughter and just being funny and create, giving somebody a smile, give them your smile. You can save a life just by doing that, is making somebody else smile. You can make them feel worthy and accepted and part of a community that are not alone. I thought it's a wonderful thing. The world is full of amazing people, and once a week, I get the opportunity to interview one of them. My name is Brett McCallum, and this is Awesome Human. Hello, hello. So today's Awesome Human is Michael Bennett, also known as Mad Mike. He's the only person I've ever met that's an inspirational comedian, an entertainer, an amazing balloon artist, and also a qualified pastry chef. Michael was the opening act and comic stunt performer for the Police Academy show at Movie World for 16 years. I'm sure the listeners out there who were tickled with their feather at some time or another remember Mike from those days. Today we'll hear all about Michael's work as an entertainer, comedian, MC, motivational speaker and his work with Dream Guards. We all know about Dream Guards because we had an amazing guest come in. She's actually sitting in the back of the studio being quiet today. It's unusual. <laughs> it is unusual. <laughs> but Donnelly Perfect joined us uh, a few weeks ago. And uh, I'm really proud to say that that actual uh, podcast has been nominated for an Australian Podcast Award. And yeah. that inspiring story uh, was unbelievable. So we're, uh, we're really, really proud of that one. And we thank you, Donna, for, uh, for that. Uh, and for sharing your story with us. It was pretty cool. But today's not about Donna. It's all about Mike. What do you prefer, Mike, Michael? Uh, I like Michael at the moment because my website's michaelbennett.com.au so people can... We'll have a plug before we start. They can get straight into that. (laughs) I find when I'm on cruise ships, it's like they say Mike Bennett and then people say, oh, and they can't find me. I'm just going to just just stretch the mic out to Michael. You'll be at it. And they go, no, too hard, basket. (laughs) We've already done the brochures. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we can't reprint the process. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's great. <laughs> Mate, what I like to do on this is get to learn about you because a lot of people know you from a long time ago. A lot of people now are starting to know you more with the stuff you're doing with Dream Guards, and we'll get to that later. But um, I want to know about you as a person. So mm. my first question always is, what's your first ever memory? My first ever memory? Oh, oh my goodness. Go. Wow. That's kind of wild. My first ever memory is... It's actually getting getting a fish hook through my top lip when I was about eighteen months old. How's that wow. for a memory? I know, I know. What that's weird. That? Like I, I wasn't even talking, but I, I have this memory <laughs> very clear in my head. Who uh, put it in there? My mum. Really? That was nice of us. Yeah, I know. It's wild. Yeah, I was a good catch, but. Uh, <laughs> Do you want to hear yeah. a really bizarre story? Yeah. My first ever memory is getting a fish hook in my eyelid that my brother did when he was two years old, when I was two years old. What? He swung it back and yeah. caught me in the eyelid. And he's going, Mom, I've caught something. I've caught something. It was actually him. He caught me in the eyelid. Yep, that's the weirdest thing I've ever That's heard. great. Synchronicity, power of proximity, bro. <laughs> Yeah, that's weird. Well, my 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 dad was out fishing on the rock in, yep. in New Zealand, right? So he was out fishing, and Mum, I remember it was a, it was a pebble beach. Mm-hmm. And I remember she was just sitting there, on, and I was just sitting, you know, goo goo garring as a kid, and and you know how parents jingle keys to yeah. to entertain their kids. Well, Mum had this lure, which was a a little soft octopus, and so it had dangly legs, but it actually 
she didn't realise like there was there was a hook inside it. Well, she probably did realise, but didn't. And so she was just dangling this in my face, and I was just looking at this. It was purple, this little purple squid, you know, with legs dangling and plastic thing. And she was going, "Oh, look at this! Look at this!" And getting closer to my face and tickling my nose and going, "Woo!" And as she was jiggling it up and down, and then she went, "Woo!" And then she pulled it up, went, and I went, eh. <laughs> and so my lip goes up with it. She goes, eh. and I go, oh. Straight through, straight through, and the barb wouldn't come out. And so she's there just going, ah, ah, ah. and I, I wasn't crying. I, I know that much. I wasn't crying. I didn't cry. I'm just going, eh, eh, eh. <laughs> you know that trick you do when you pretend that you're sewing up your mouth and you put you put your pull on the thing and your lip goes up and down. Well, that was me as a baby. Go, eh, eh, eh. <laughs> look at him. Just going, you're right, you're right, mum, you're right, yeah. And so she was yelling at the dad who was fishing and just going, Cliff, Cliff, come on. And, and there I was, and mum's got, <laughs> I got this octopus hanging on my lip, you know, and so. So they take it out. They took me to hospital. Like they had me in the put me in the back of the car. I remember it's an old Humber car, right? Like yeah. uh, just just sitting on Mum's lap with this octopus just hanging on my lip. <laughs> <laughs> it was jiggling away, right? And Mum's sitting in the back, holding, cradling me, and Dad's driving to the airport, thinking danger. I was in no danger. It was fine. It was just like a, it was a little thin lip, and I had a hook through it and the barb and. And then we got to the hospital and they they just come out and they're going, oh, there we go, clip, snip, pulled it out and just going, yeah, you're on your way. And and there was no crying the whole time from me. I wasn't petrified or scared. Well, you were meant to be a comedian, weren't you? You had like things hanging off your lip when you were that age. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. It's just like it wasn't contagious for having an octopus every every. So, so you were born in New Zealand? Born in New Zealand and yeah. Palmerston North, yeah. On your, are you only child? Have you got other siblings? No, I have an older sibling that's 11 months older than me. 11 months, yeah. Yeah, and a younger sister that is six years younger than me. Okay. Yeah. And where did you grow up? In Palmerston, did you say? Uh, born in Palmerston North. My dad was in the army, so we moved around quite a bit. From Palmerston North, we went, left there about seven Mm-hmm. Seven went from there to Christchurch, lived in Christchurch, did some primary school in Christchurch, had my 10th birthday on the Avon River canoeing with my friends and stuff. I remember so that. did you go to school cool. before, like in, so in Palmerston, up to seven, you're probably what, kindergarten, year one? Yeah, kindergarten. Year. My mum was a kin- kindergarten teacher at the time, so yeah, I went to a uh, prime, I think probably one year at school actually in Palmerston, yeah, yeah. Palm, yeah, like uh, and then you one, pack two up years. everything and move. And then pack up. And that was that was the strangest thing. Was like, you're like getting friends and then just going, come on, Dad's going, come on, let's go. It was going, oh, but, uh, okay, all right, so off you go. And then in Christchurch and stayed from Christchurch from 10 to, oh, wow, I was still at primary school when I went to Wellington. So, yeah, yeah so from Wellington to Eastbourne and then Eastbourne and Wellington to Stokes Valley. And, and Have you ever counted how many schools you went to? Mm, no, what is, so what is that? One, two, three, four, five, six. About six. About six different schools. So what did you get? Mates at each school? What sort of kid were you? Were you always a class clown or were you... Uh, yeah. Well, see, I was I was dyslexic at school. Yep. You know, And back in the 70s with my father being an army, sergeant major in the army, it made homework a contact sport for him and the <laughs> teachers, you know. So <laughs> it was never diagnosed. So back then it was... It's like you're just you know you were you were given the label you know you're you're just dumb you're pretty much dumb mm-hmm. and stupid and you know and you're going to amount to nothing which actually you know became my script and, and became my belief so mm-hmm. and that's happens what, to a lot of kids yeah now. yeah yeah it's crazy which I my most of my inspirational speaking now comes from that and it's about it's now not being the B grade actor for some 
somebody else's B-grade movie and script that yeah. they've written for you. You now have to become, you have to unbelieve, you have to unbelieve and redream. So, oh, they're looking at some tattoos on arms here. Which one yeah. says unbelieve, one says redream. I love that. Yeah, unbelieve. You got to unbelieve the negative thoughts that somebody else has put into you and redream and live your dreams. It's hard. Yeah, you got to be the A-list actor that your daydreams deserve. Oh, my oath. Yeah. So, how old were you when you realised that that's that was the answer? Oh wow. Wow, yeah, no, it was. It took a long time. Like, I was a kinesthetic learner. I, I wound up being a kinesthetic learner. So mm-hmm. what I was good at at school was gymnastics, athletics, and anything to do with my hands, you know, art, woodwork. But, yep. I, but I was never put into an art class. I was never put into theatre or anything like that because it just was. Just that dumb kid that yeah, no yeah. pushed to the side. Yeah, so I caused a lot of trouble. Every time the teacher said, oh, there's going to be a test or open up your book, I'd just go, blah, blah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd spit it and throw my chairs around the class and they go, right, go to the headmasters. I go, great. I don't have to read. I don't have to do a test. So I was just caned and smacked all the time and they just went, oh, he's just disruptive and out of control, you know. They probably love the fact you went to a different school every time. Yeah, oh yeah, the, oh, the, yeah, oh, the, the teachers. Oh yeah, oh the teachers would have been happy, but you know, frustrating for my parents, of course. They never diagnosed, so they didn't know, and they, there was no guiding. All right, he's different. Let's 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 channel him into his right rightful place. So, have but you ever been diagnosed? No, uh, later later on in later life, on I life, did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When, when, you know, uh, amongst my depression, and you know, fill yeah. out fill out these forms and just go, oh, you're not doing those properly, and you know, it's still. But I've I've, I've really. I've already conquered, and and once once you find out stuff, because my whole thing is about the mind now, and yeah. learning about the mind, and it's amazing, isn't it? Oh, I'm writing a book about it. It's incredible. So mm-hmm. yeah, and so once once I learnt learnt that, and I went oh, okay. So now I'm speed reading, bro. You know, like being dyslexic, and so so I'm now <laughs> yeah with Jim Quick. I don't know if you know Jim Quick, no. and he's an amazing uh, memory expert, and so his theories and powerful memory tools, and so now learning how to speed read when you're dyslexic. It's really, and so I'm gathering soldiers, which are the books I read now yeah. to to increase my knowledge, which is amazing. So that's amazing, especially after all those years. Yeah, and all those mm. years have been beaten down for this thing. That yeah, that's ridiculous. Isn't well, it? I went to martial arts when I was six. I started martial arts when I was sixteen, so that was Okinawa, Gojiru, and, and Budokan, the same same style as. Karate Kid. So okay. it, was, it was the whole wipe on, wipe off thing. Yeah. So when that came out, I just I went, oh, my God, that's incredible. So I was 12 years martial artist doing that, and, and, and that was really good for my self-confidence. So what about high and school? Did you go – did you move around again in high schools, or did you actually no, end up I camping much, somewhere? No, I stayed in – I went to Tida College. Tida, Tida, what's Tida College? Tida College in Lower Hutt. Okay. All right, yeah, it was kind of – it was a lot of Maoris at that school. Mm-hmm. So you had a lot of Maoris and a lot of the Maoris used to spray paint all the bus stops and the railway stations TCB, which stood for Tidal College Blacks. Mm-hmm. So they, psh, they were spraying it. And I I befriended quite a few of these these dudes and, and oh, I've got my Mary accent down, eh, bro? Oh, go, no, 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 bro. They're going, you know, I need your lunch money. I said, oh, bro, no. <laughs> oh, I need this money, hey, you know. And then and so they're laughing, just going, you taking that piss, bro? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they became friends, so that yeah. was cool. You, know? so, you got and, to keep your lunch, man. Yeah, well, that's right, you know, so I just hung out with them. And so what I did is I got the spray can, and so I started going around, and I'm just spraying TCB, TCB everywhere, you know. I'm just going, ha-ha. And my brother got into trouble because his name is Tony Craig Bennett. Oh. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> She's going, Tony, what are you doing? You're spraying your name at TC, but Tony Craig. But 
So you went to high school. You were there for, did you go all the way through to year 12? You did uh, What did you end up doing there? I, I dropped out at 15. I dropped mm-hmm. out into 15 because school cert was coming up and all those exams and I just went, ah, no, nah, like sorry. That. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, that's not that's not, that's not not a go. So, yeah, there so was no you do? tests. My mum was working at Hannah's Shoe Shop as a uh, a manager. She was a manager of Hannah's Shoe Shop in Lower Hutt. So I got a job. She goes, right, you know, you, you, you're coming to work with me then? I said, oh, right, yeah. So I was, I was selling shoes. And, wow. Yeah. So, and, and, and so I was selling shoes at 15 and then when I turned 16, they just going, oh, you can, you, you can train to be an assistant manager. At 16, I'm just going, what's yeah. this, McDonald's? Jesus. And I was, <laughs> but selling shoes, you know, it was kind of was, was wild, you know, and, and one of the – one of the weirdest things, you know, especially as a sixteen-year-old, you know, you get these old ladies come and sit down, and they always—I don't know why—old ladies who have uh, short summer dresses on, and then you and you're on your knees trying to put their slippers on, and they, I don't know where they're tears and just going, "Here you go, is that is that, is that is that all right?" You know, and then that just slowly slip them, just going, "Yeah, does does that does that look all right?" I'm just going, "I hope you're talking about the shoes. I hope you're talking about the shoes." You know, it's a quick sex education. Yeah, yeah, it? yeah. But on there, and this is where I come up with funny. So I was just doing funny stuff, and I'd make noises going down the back looking for the shoes and bits and pieces and, and characters and and one of the weirdest things was was people in, in wheelchairs coming coming in to buy shoes you know because they I mean they, I mean already there somewhere I mean they got feet yeah. and so they, so they need shoes and you just going oh, okay so I'll be there and I'd be, I'd be slipping the shoes on and being real nice and and then I'd be because usually when you're putting shoes on somebody that they're, they're, they're going to buy some shoes and you're yeah. just going would you like to stand up and just have a walk around and, and it's on carpet and feel free to go down the back aisle there it's <laughs> like concrete where all the shoes are you can you can feel how comfortable they are so I'm putting them on with the wheelchair these guys in the wheelchair and I'm just about and I'm going so would you like to, um which which uh, um uh, so now my my, my brain's going what are you going to do what are you going to say what are you going to do I'm just going to go hey I tell I tell you what. How about your friend push you up and down the street outside and just see if somebody says, "Wow, nice shoes." <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, when you when you're that sort of kid, and it seems like you were that sort of kid where you yeah. can think on your feet. Yeah, and yeah. and you become the best salesperson ever. Yeah, well, that's right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're having a laugh. Yeah, or they're buying from your charisma and just going, and, and it's and it's. I think what I worked out was they're they're buying the item that made them feel good at the time, whether yeah. they use the item or not. Of course. It becomes like a souvenir. A lot of people buy shit souvenirs mm. because of the moment around that souvenir or who they were with or what they were doing. You know, so all like, these people make money in souvenir shops. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So it's from that emotion. Yeah. So when it sits on the mantelpiece and they're just shaking the snow, just go, hey, I remember that. I remember that. I have no idea why it was snowing in Vanuatu, but Jesus, that was nice. <laughs> It's a Vanuatu snow globe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going, what's that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you watch the natives get goosebumps. This is great, darling. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. I don't know what's happening. So we've gone from Hannah's shoes, and then where we go after that? After that, I, I, I wasn't too impressed in doing all the kneeling and, and, and looking. And it was just the old ladies. Yeah, 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 it's kind of, kind of weird and wild. But uh, I, was, I started... I started dancing, right? I'll, I'll, I'll digress just a fraction because when I was 10 years old, I was a Latin American and ballroom dancer. And How? How and why? Well, my mum got me into it. So, yeah, my mum just says, oh, we're going to do dancing. My mum was a ballerina dancer years ago before she married and, and she had three kids. So mum, mum had myself when, I was se- when she was 17. Yep. So she had three, three kids before she was 21. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she was a young mum and... She was just wanted us to do all that. So I mean, I got a picture of me doing like going to one of the Latin American and ballroom dancing. So I was in corduroy, tight co- corduroy, tight, tight nice. corduroy fled che- uh, checkered, so base of the rollers checkers. Woo-hoo. You know, oh yeah, 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 with a woolen 
woolen short sleeve collared zip up little half zip up top you know so I've got oh yeah I've got the photo of that and that might make an appearance in my book but yeah that was that so I was doing the I was doing the ballroom dancing and the Latin American dancing, you know, and the ballroom wasn't too bad wearing that sort of stuff, but the Latin American, the chafing and the noise from the corduroy, <laughs> I, I caught more fi- more, fire more times than I can remember, I think, with my little, I'm just going, Jesus, it's a little bit warm on those little fellows down there. It's a little bit warm. I'm just going to go, oh, great. Come back from all the dancing with roasted nuts, just going, this is not happy. I'm not happy. Just nuts <laughs> roasted. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sweating, a little bit soldered. Here we go. <laughs> Would you like a soda roast? Hey, you're 10. Shut up, Michael. Don't talk like that anyway so so yeah i was a latin american dancer and then coming through college i started break dancing because that was yep. the thing right so do. yeah throwing down, throwing, down, boogaloo. throwing down the line oh mate yeah, doing yeah. a few spins you know yeah. getting on your head you know as if Helicopter. yeah 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 i didn't know which way to put the spin on my head to see which way the dyslexic <laughs> words are going to fit no it didn't work <laughs> But uh, we started a group. There was four of us, and we called ourselves the Freakazoids, bro. The Freakazoids. The Freakazoids. Uh, and we were. We were. You know, we were crazy. The boys so. in my school, their band was called the Legless Pedestrians. <laughs> How's that? <laughs> that's great. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. So the Freakazoids. How the far did they go? Uh, not not major. We weren't we were, we weren't a major thing, you know. But uh, we hit some of the best and wildest uh, subways. Uh, nice. You know, like the train subways yeah, stations. Yeah. Bring your own lino. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's cool. Yeah, yeah. The it beatbox, yeah, slow yeah. down some beats. Boom. Yeah, getting the tunes and the echoes and the sub stuff. <laughs> Boom. So it was cool. But after, the, but then in six, uh, 16, Saturday Night Fever came out. John Travolta, Saturday Night Fever. Yeah, I could yeah. see you in a white suit. Changed my life, bro. Changed, yeah. uh, changed my life. Yeah, I had my hair parted to the side before that, with a part down the side, and I was a good, you know, like clean. And then I, I saw John Devolta, Tony Manero walking into those nightclubs, and they just parted, and it, they was walking down that music ding ding ding, and he's walking when he's walking with a paint first off from <laughs> the street, high shoes on, and and we were selling those, you know, just go whoa, here we go, bing bang, and I'm just going. That's me. That's who I want to be. That's that's who I, that's who I want to be. I want to be that guy. So I quickly I got my comb and I I taught my hair to go backwards and I paint. I, I came. <laughs> and then the movie made such a success and we started selling the high pointy shoes at Hannah's you know, shoe yeah. shops. It's a it's the latest craze. So it was the high pointy shoes. As a bloke in there in a white suit had them on. Looked yeah. like him. Yeah. Like, oh, the hair. man, man. So. And a pair came in and they were fifty three dollars and I thought, wow, that's and that's a week's pay. That was what I was getting a week was fifty three dollars and I thought, ah, oh, I've got to get those. So I put them on layby, and I got myself a pinstripe pinstripe pants, pinstripe waistcoat, and satin white shirt nice. because there was a competition coming up. Because I started ch- dancing like him wherever wherever I, got, I washed it and washed it and washed it and got into my disco dancing. And then there was a competition coming up at Maidstone Mall and it was right in my in my dinner break. At Maidstone, Perfect and I'm thinking, wow, I'm going to do this. So it was, it was two layers, Maidstone Mall, huge, and then they had about uh, 80 participants in this sort of thing, and they cranked it open. Yeah, it was great. The prize, three hundred dollars worth of records, man. Back, Woo-hoo! yeah, this is way back then in the That's 70s. That was like that it? was huge, bro. Yeah. You know, and to have a, uh, that many records and practice your dancing with that. So I thought, right. So I'm in my shoes now, and I've got my my tight. Pinstripe thing, and we're and the place is packed. Thousands of people in this place, and the music was playing uh, "Le Freak" by Chic. You know, oh, that was that was that was, that was that was it, man. So I was bound, bound. I was doing my freak and getting my Chic on. Went up, down into the splits. All I hear is. I was going, oh. I was going, whoo! I just went, whoo! That's cold too. So, <laughs> I could feel the the, the <laughs> I could feel the cold concrete of the of the of the mall oh. on on my ass, and I'm just going, I shouldn't be doing that, all right? So, so I, was going, I got back up, and my plant, pants had spit. Right from below the the 
the zip, the zip, yeah, yeah, right, right, right by the nutsack, and right, like not just a little bit, it had gone right round to the back where the belt is, all up the crack. Yeah, yeah. So now I'm, I'm breezing in the back there, you know, with <laughs> I don't know, I couldn't remember what undies I had on, but and everyone started laughing and stuff, but I'm just going, well, I can't stop, I can't stop can't there. Stop. I'm in the groove, I'm in the move, I'm doing it. I did some more splits. I got the, oh, I got the cold chill there. I was freaking and seeking, all right, and uh, I won. I won the I won the competition. Yeah. Three hundred so bucks worth of records. Yeah, so I was walking back there with the three hundred bucks records under my arm with a big I was split in my pants, walking like Tony with a with a, with a paint thing with his high heel with not with my ass just hanging out. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, yeah. Love it. And what yeah. did the uh, what the Cuzzy Bros think of uh, you now as the the king of the? The dance. Yeah, oh, no, it was cool. They loved it, man. Yeah, yeah, it. going out. And so, yeah, as I was uh, progressing and... and you you when moved I got, from TCB, like, paint, painting now to a bit of an Elvis taking care of business. Yeah, yeah. Right. That's all, yeah so it was all happening and yeah, no, <laughs> no tests, no nothing going on, so... That's awesome. Yeah. So, you then decided you're going to quit Hannah's? Yeah, and then just got a job working at um, a, a university as a kitchen hand. Oh, okay. Lots of money, you know. It was yeah. like... It was like Oh man, what was I getting back then? It's like five hundred dollars a week or so. Like it, it was something. It was something crazy. A bit different to your fifty-three bucks you were getting at Hannah's. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was totally wild. Mate, what was it that much? Uh, but it was it was a lot more. A lot more it was money. considerable amount more. But it was just like ooh, really yuck. And every time I put my hand into lettuce, you know, to go through all the mouldy ones, and and then I, yeah. you know, all the spuds. So I wound up staying there for about eight months, I think. Eight yeah. months, and then your dad dad was like, "You got to get a job. Got to get a job." I tried to get in the army because my brother was in the army, my dad was in the army, my uncle was in the army, my granddad was in the army oh, in I've Egypt. Got to go to the army. Yeah, so I'm just yeah. going to go. I've got to get in the army. And like I've seen so many people in the army, and I've seen what kind of people are in the army. And like if they can get in, I can get in. Yeah. So I, I applied for the army to, and so I did the tests that necessary to the basic test to yep. get it get into the army, and uh, failed. No, that'd be that <laughs> dyslexia thing. Just, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I w- and I couldn't believe that I was that dumb that I couldn't get into the army. I'm just going. Well, I'm going to look. Look at that guy and that guy. I'm just going, what? They're in the, you know, and I'm no nitrous in the army. I'm just going, what? I'm just going, all right, wow. So, but they couldn't dance or do the split. Yeah. Oh no, there was no, so there was, was no, there was no splitting there. You're for on, them. you're on top. Yeah. So you went to your kitchen hand. Now where are we moved. No, to well, now? Dad says you got to get a trade. My, and my brother was right, in the army when cool. he when he was six. He's sixteen. So this was now. Now I'm turning seventeen. My brother was been in the army since he was sixteen for like three years, and he was a chef, and he was re- really good, you know. And he was an A grade student, by the way, who was very good and, and passed and did everything. And then I got a job. He says, "You're going to go. There's an apprenticeship open for a pastry chef." And I'm just going to go. Oh, oh, well, okay, cool, whatever. So I went in, and Dad came in with me, and they said, "Yeah, yeah, we'll take him on." And so, pastry chef. Yeah, I was a pastry chef. And then during my pastry chefing days, I joined the Territorial Army. So I was a, I became so a... Tra- like Army Reserves. Here, yeah, 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 Army Reserves. So I did my three-month tr- soldier training mm-hmm. and then got all my licenses, all my heavy trade and truck licenses and was an ambulance driver for one med battalion and two-field hospital in New Zealand. So in the, you know, it's like... SAS Saturday and Sunday soldier, you know, yeah, that's yeah. A, yeah. And so, and but it was a six-year apprenticeship as a cake and pastry chef, and and you finished that, mm, uh, yeah, yeah. I finished that, and then went to, then I just travelled around on my motorbike. I had I had motorbikes, and I loved motorbikes, and I was kind of crazy. So I had a yeah. TS one eight five when I was like in, in the sixteen, and then an RD two fifty street legal road racer. Lost my license on that. It was being crazy, and yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I didn't realise that all my misspent youth actually got me into being a stuntman later on in life. Because you know, I had because I had an escort car as well. My first car was an escort. And used yeah. to, you know, donuts on the library lawn. I'm just going, you know, it's like, oh, it's bad. But, you know, I've got control of cars. Not realising what's happening in the future, but it's like, 
and I got told off, lost my life, you know. So during your pastry chefing, yeah. did you realise that you could like still do your characters and do all that sort of stuff like you were at Hannah's? Like you're making your noises and starting to do all this. So oh, was this sort of building yeah. up towards this or how, how did that bit happen? How did the... The sort of becoming, the let's call it a comedian, whatever you want to, want to call it at the start. So did you, um, did you sort of start to think, oh, actually I'm quite funny and I want to do this stuff or what did you do there? Yeah, I just enjoyed being funny because it would pull focus of like people getting to do stuff. I think I just became, yeah. Just and was that all the way back from school, you reckon? Yeah, yeah, I think so. So if I'm funny, people won't realise I'm dumb. Yeah, well, like... Or they leave me alone. They get beaten up by the mares. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. But but being in the household as well, like with mm-hmm. mum and dad and just going, all right, my brother's a grade student, so he's, he's you know, he was getting... He's sorted. Yep. Yeah, yeah, he was good. And then there was my, my sister, of course, and she was gorgeous and cute and, and she was a girl. And then I was in the middle, just sort of like, you know, not gorgeous, not smart, not even just going, well, how am I going to get attention? So it was just like, be, be funny if you can, like, mm-hmm. you know, so be funny and crazy and, and do, the, do the characters and sort of, you know. So is middle child syndrome a thing? I think so. I think it has to be. Right? I think so. Yeah, it's the whole Brady bunch, you know, Marshall, yeah. Marshall, Marshall, Marshall type. Yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. It's just like you know, you're just going. You know, it's like you feel yourself on the on the jumping up, just going. Yeah, I'm, I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> hey, I'm here. Look at me. Look yeah, at me. Yeah, yeah. So every time my brother would do something naughty, I'd get belted. You know. So yeah, yeah. yeah just going. Well, it's got it's got to be your fault. <laughs> yeah, great. All right. Yeah, cool. Thanks. I take that. Yeah. So we're a qualified pastry chef. We're traveling around on motorbikes. Yeah. Where, where do we go from there? I uh, went down from there. So Are I just, you working as a pastry chef at the time? Yeah, I'm just travelling around on my bike and I'm getting various various gigs at, at pastry chefing and just down uh, Lower Hutt. And then I went down to Queenstown and I worked as the the head at Hyatt. The, uh, so I looked after the Hyatt Hotel pastry yep. chefing section and all the buffets. Then I came back up and worked at Waipuna Lodge Hotel in Auckland looking after their buffet and looking after the restaurant. So I, I think I wound up doing cake and pastry chefing for nine years. So it was a six-year apprenticeship, and, and three years after that, I went, "No, that's me, I'm done." And then I wound up getting a job at Peter Baker Transport, which is really cool because I had my truck licenses. He was really cool, so I drove a, a ninety-two Scania around town. Okay. Yeah, and while I was doing that, I was doing stripper games at night time just to make some more stripper games. Pardon? What? So what? obviously what? you were uh, you were quite <laughs> fit at the time. Yeah, well, I was martial arts since I was sixteen, and so I got martial myself martial arts and yeah, a dancer. Martial, yeah, martial arts and uh, dancer g- uh, gymnastics when I was at school. So I had uh, attribute, and, and but all all that stripping was funny. It was it was totally funny. Yeah. So so I made it I made it hilarious. Not like hey, you know, like you look at me, look at my, look at my abs, and uh, I was fit enough, but. So everything was like a pull-off tie, and I used to come out as Frank Spencer, yeah. and like oh, all these different characters, old man masks I used to wear, and you know <laughs> just crazy stuff with a, with a hood on, and so they'd come out and to Doctor Who and the Tardis, yeah. Doctor Who, you know I'd be poking out my tongue, they go, ooh, what's going on? And then I'd pull it off, and then you know, and then when I'd pull off my rip-off pants and and the shirt and stuff, and then I'd have that the, the old trunk, remember the the trunk, you know, yeah, with, yeah, yeah. with the, the fluffy trunk and the, and the ears and the eyes used to wobble. Well, that wasn't like a bing, 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 you know. But the trunk, I couldn't fill the trunk, of course, you know. So I, I could, sock I could, yeah. Fine. Well, so yeah. So inside the trunk, I I rolled up a sock, and so inside the trunk, uh, trunk, I had um, I had I had half a sock and a cock, right? So it was. <laughs> <laughs> like a cock in a sock. In a yeah, sock. yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like pang, pang. Yeah, so it was. It was just. Yeah. So how long did you strip for? Oh uh, man, uh, it was fifteen years. Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Good yeah. money. Oh my god, amazing money. Amazing, mm. amazing. Yeah, I was making like a hundred dollars every. So why did you stop stripping for fifteen minutes? I stopped when I was thirty-six, bro. I think that was old enough. Right. Yeah, yeah, no, it was. 
Yeah. Maybe yeah. there's those grannies that you're looking, picking up when you're 16 in the shoe shop. Yeah, yeah. So that's it. Come on, let's go. Yeah, yeah. They might doing love it, to come back. For the, for, the, for, yeah, for the slipper brigade. Here we go. Come on. Go to the old people's homes and yeah. get your kid off. Yeah, yeah. So, so was, I, had, I had fun doing that. So during that, this so. whole time, are you single? You, you got married? You got family? What, what's No, I was, I was, uh, I was single. Uh, I met a... I, I had I had some girlfriends, of course. Yep. Yeah, had some girlfriends, and yeah, and I did get married in New Zealand to Joanne, and uh-huh. yeah, that, that didn't last didn't didn't last too long. I think we had we just had our different. It was I, I, I was just way too young, and you know, and, and, and these things happen. Yeah, it wasn't meant to be. Yeah, yeah, that's so, right. That's so, simple, really. So when did you come to Australia? I came to Australia in about. Well, I actually met this lady when I was dancing in in a club in Timbuktu. Stripping or no, no, I wasn't stripping, but I, I, but I introduced some poles, some some bird ca- bird cages. Bird cages. Yeah, nice. I know that was back yeah. then. There was Tim, Timbuktu and Ichigo Park was in Auckland, right? These yeah. two, two good names, man, right? So Timbuktu and I says, oh look, you know, we put a pole up here. I've seen it in like it's happening in Vegas and it's happening in LA. We've got to do it here. So it's a pole with a flat surface and it's like a bird cages going up. So these wire and inside the bird cages is fluorescent fluorescent lights. Nice. Yeah. So you climb, you climb about. Ten feet into these bird cages on a little ladder, and then you're inside. And I made two of them, so there was one on this side and one on the other side of the dance floor. You'd be in them while everybody below you was dancing on the dance floor, and the DJ was over to the side, and you'd wear, so I'd wear the whole fluorescent, so the the, the George Michael, <laughs> you know, the fluorescent yep. uh, leg warmers, and then and then the gloves and everything. So it just looked really wild, and bizarre, you know. So yeah. yeah, so I did that, and then I met this I met this young lady. When I was working there, her name was Cherie, and, and then I was already I already had a ticket to go over to Australia because New Zealand just got too small. I wanted to go over to Australia. So how so old were you then? I was 29. 29. 29. Yeah. <coughs> coming to the big smoke. Yeah, coming to the big smoke. 29, and I wound up coming over and going to Gladstone to stay, and I stayed with Not my, the big smoke. <laughs> no, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <coughs> I went to Gladstone to uh, my uncle's place and, and, and stayed with my uncle for a while there, and I really missed this... Cherie, yep. Cherie, who I, who I, who, uh, I says, look, you gotta, you gotta come over, man. I, I, I can't do my life without you now. So, so come on over. This would be great. I'd, I'd, you know, I'd love you to share this adventure with you. And yeah. you know, within two weeks, bang, she was up and over, and it was like, wow, it was great. And I was working as a pastry chef in, in Gladstone, and we were there for about three months, I think. And then we got a job working at South Mow Island up in the Whitsun. Oh, nice. we, we Googled South. And so, yeah, that was South Mow Island. It was beautiful. It was amazing. Beautiful part of the world. Yes, it was incredible. So you're a pastry chef in there too? Uh, no, just working as a waiter. Okay. Yeah, a waiter and then started doing a little bit of DJ work at night time there for the for the guests and, and bits and pieces and muck around and yep. just having fun, yeah. And then when did you come to the Gold Coast? Well, we headed from, headed from there to, from... From the Sundays, we headed across to Perth to where her mother was, mm-hmm. just to see her mother. And we wound up working in Perth at Fremantle. There was a little hotel that this guy had started up. Really unique and amazing little hotel. And Cherie got into dancing as well. She was a really cool dancer and a great partner. And that's when Dirty Dancing came out. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. so I'm go. just going, we got to do that. So I mean, you had the like, time of your life. That, oh, hey, oh, yeah, boom, yeah, boom. yeah, boom. I love it, I love it. I like what you did there, I like what you did there. So we did. The, so we we had that dancing going on, yeah. you know. So that was cool. And then this dude, he says, "Oh, we're doing something different in this hotel. We're looking for great entertainers and people that can really step outside the box." I'm going, "What do you mean?" So the bar was a long bar, but he cut two squares out of it, like two two five foot squares into this bar. You know, it was like five foot by five foot. And he mm-hmm. goes, "Every 
every quarter of an hour, one of the bar staff leave the behind the bar and just start dancing on there for five minutes. All right, so you're just rotating in on the bar, and, yeah, in this little chopped out yeah, section yeah. in the bar, and just going, oh, that's great. And then on the hour, every hour. I want four of you to go onto the stage. There was a little stage in the bar and entertain the audience by mime. So we mimed Kevin Bloody Wilson's yeah. hey, hey Santa Claus, where's all my <laughs> So we did that. I was Santa Claus and, and Cherie was on my lap. And so we did that and we did all the Rocky, we mimed all the Rocky Horror, okay. all the Rocky Horror stuff. And I was Frank and Ferdo, and of course, you know. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so we mimed that. And so that was, that was just way loads of fun, you know, and really got the character going as well. So behind the bar, he wanted people that were extroverted and out of control yep. and wild and and then we met somebody there that says hey wow we, I, I've been working at Parisha's Parisha Hotel for for quite some time right and at the Sun Deck Hotel uh, ski resort yep says I'll get your job there and you know come along there it'd be great and so we yeah 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 fantastic so that was in 92 we we got a job at Parisha working there for the whole ski season working nice. behind the bar and he knew that I did a little bit of DJing as well so I did DJed and looked after that and a lot of comedians came you know there was all Pommy Jumps and all these amazing comedians and this is so this is back in like no, nine, 92 92 yeah, yeah. 1992 and I had never, ever thought about comedian back, like still, you know, back then. And I was looking at them and they were funny and they got to be my friends and stuff. We did the ski season and then she and I says, well, look, we've got to, got to go to the Gold Coast, you know. We'll go back to the Gold Coast. And Why so, the Gold Coast? <coughs> I just wanted to head there for the, for the dancing, you know, and, yeah. and, you know, that's where, where it opened. Where, where it's all happening. Yeah, well, it opened, it just, you know, because I was doing it in New Zealand and then I wanted to dance and carry on. So I w- we went to the Gold Coast and, yeah, opened up there. It was pretty cool, you know, just had, just had a lot of fun and. And so we we stayed there for the year, and then then went back to went back to Perisher for the second season. You know, mm-hmm. with just knowing how much fun and amazing it was, and it yeah. was just incredible. In nineteen ninety three, and we had so much fun; it was just so cool, and and the whole party and the vibe and the afro uh, afro ski afro yeah. afro ski, yeah, yeah, yeah. big curly yeah. ski, yeah, yeah, Oh Jesus, just got a vision of those <laughs> ladies now when I was putting on their slippers. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> don't see those anymore, do you? No, no, nothing. No, not no, 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 no. Just look out there. It's just what's that? That's a lion, oh, darling. Oh, it's gone. Anyway, you can break dance again. <laughs> we don't. <laughs> so we're going back for the second season. <clears throat> we're going back for the second season. Yeah. So everything was really cool, and and I'd asked Sheree to marry me. So we're, we're, we'd, we'd been engaged. We'd been engaged for a while now, like you know, a few years now. We've been. So I asked her to engage me a while. And we're one month off getting married, going to the Greek islands. We decided, saved enough money, one month off going, nice. getting married and going to the Greek islands to do that. And that was fantastic. And, and then one day, the, the last weekend of the ski resort was a long weekend. And she went for one of her regular walks in the morning. Just going, uh, uh, It was in the afternoon, actually. It was 12 o'clock. She was starting work at 5. And so she goes for an hour, two-hour walk, and as she always does. But she took a friend this time. And I says, all right, cool. I'll see you later. And says, here, take this video down the bottom there and that we watched the night before. I said, take my jacket. It's going to be pretty cold. I can see I've got the best jacket. Take this. Mm. And I said, so I'll see you later. So And and, and I, I didn't see her later. So she... She got lost. Got lost. She didn't come back. Still, yeah. still taking the video back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All so the video shops are closed now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. They're all gone. Yeah, no. But she went for a she went for a walk and didn't come back for work. And then it became national news. And she were, these two girls were lost. Or one, uh, they were lost for uh, overnight mm. in minus four degrees in uh, in the Perisher Valley. And and two days later on the on the Sunday they found Cherie's body. And yeah, she oh. died of hypothermia one month before we were supposed to be married. So. 
Mm. Very sad. Very yeah. sad part of your life. So is that the bottom? You've hit rock bottom straight away? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, I had... I was I was battling with a little bit of the crazy mad monkeys before with my yeah. di- dyslexia and 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 All being a little picked on and stuff. Life. But then this one here just went, oh yeah yeah. So the the demon came out and the black dog just bit me on the ass and he yep. was he was my new traveling companion and the mad monkeys in my brain had a party and he so, was the invitation. So what do you them. do when you hear that news? Obviously, it's devastating. And yeah, do you then go back to the Gold Coast and yeah, try I'll, and deal with shit? Or it was really, it was really wild. Like, because you're a bit of a catch twenty two as well, because you're not actually married yet. No, it's your, but we're engaged to be married. We're gonna yeah, s- it's like one of those yeah, yeah, it was horrible situation. Oh, it was yeah. I wish it upon nobody. And no, of course, uh, like not. you know, and to any parents out there of of having a uh, you know a, a, a sort of daughter or a son you know I hope they never leave before they that's just so yeah and it was kind of wild like i felt you said how do you feel and it was like it was like going through a tornado you quickly go through a tornado and you, and then and then you're in this quiet space like it was really at the center like yeah you're in the center and just going <clears throat> excuse me i felt myself in there when i was immersed at perisher knowing that she's She's died and her body's in Canberra waiting to be picked up and we had to ship her back to – I wanted to ship her back to New Zealand mm. to take her back to t- take her back there. Shit, that doesn't sound right. Shipping, but I, wanted oh, to, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, I wanted to take her back and to, for a family. And yes. so we – so I was inside this quiet space and and, and looking after everybody because she was so liked and we were so liked and, and the whole family at Perisher and the Sundeck Hotel just gathered and we immersed ourselves in each other and the feelings that we were feeling and – I kept a really nice, and my mum had come over as well, and she was just amazing. Like the, when she found out she was missing, before I even knew, my mum had flown over from New Zealand to mm. look after me and, and and just be there for me. And she was amazing. So, and so, and we just, I had that, you know. And it wasn't until we sort of just going, okay, cool. We did a little sermon at the chapel on the, on the hill, and then as you're leaving and sort of heading towards Canberra, still in that, still in that that quiet space yeah. you know, in the middle, and even in the plane. Still in the middle. It's very surreal. Yeah, and so, and and even the the funeral is like and seeing her and and like picking her up, seeing her at the morgue and mm. and then picking out a, a a coffin and then flying you know landing in New Zealand and picking up and then going to the church and then her family and and I'm still in the middle and then my I'm just going to go okay. But you'd also you seem to me like one of those guys that would be helping everyone else and worried about them. Yeah, well, I'm not uh, concentrating on you yeah, at sort all. Of, it, it did did feel like that, and mm. then you know everyone's saying, "Well, what are you, are you staying here?" I was going to no, I'm I'm going back to the Gold Coast. So I flew, I flew straight back to, I flew actually flew back to Sydney because they were doing a ma- there was a massive meetup for all the workers from Perisher Valley. Mm-hmm. They have a massive meetup at. Uh, Bateman's Bay, yep. and, and I'm just going. So I thought, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to head to there because they, they were, they were like my, my family, like and family. and they, they could understand because they were immersed They're in all that. part of it. Yeah. yeah. So it was in there, and then, then it started. I started heading the other edge of the cyclone. You feel yeah. it coming? Yeah, kind, kind of weird, like coming back to Australia by myself. Yeah, knowing that that's and then, and then yeah. landing, and then and then seeing all the people. And they're all happy and in couples or neither enjoying it. And then I'm like, you know, and then just going, I've got to go. I'll see you later. I'll, I've, got to, I've got to go here now. Now I'm on my own heading back to the Gold Coast and just going, oh, oh okay. 
So did it, <coughs> did it whack you in the face or was it nice? Was it one of those slow, torturous things? Yeah, no, it's sort of – I drowned it. So I'd grab – I'd just grab anything I could off the off the shelf and, yeah. and, and drowned it with alcohol and tried to, tried to you know, dissipate the, the black dog and calm the man, mad monkeys Works with for alcohol. Works an hour, doesn't it? Yeah, but I but I I couldn't get drunk. I like no matter what I was drinking, like a bottle of bourbon, and just going, "Hey, I'm how come I'm this? I didn't. I don't want to be. I want to be out cold. I don't want the." But it was just like it wasn't working, and and then I immersed myself with some friends at uh, on the Gold Coast, and I stayed with some some beautiful people on the Gold Coast, some friends of mine, and so I got to get back to work. And so this was in October two thousand and three, and by November two thousand and three, I got a job at Movie World. So the, and that, but that was just working as because I saw it there. They're, they're looking for people to do the Batman ride and the Looney yeah. Tunes ride, and so I was attractions attendant for twelve week period, mm-hmm. a twelve week period, and so auditions came up, and I was just like, oh, okay, I'm, you know that sounds that seems kind of cool. Yeah. And when I walked in the door, I went, oh man, I could really feel this because now I was in a different world. Like as soon as you walk in the door of that place, you're out of the real world. You're not in reality. So anymore, now I'm in now I'm in this. Fu- this this different world, and I'm going. Oh, that's great. So the audition was uh, the Gremlins, right? You remember the Gremlins, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. All right. So the the person, what they do is they give you a script, and they had all these people that uh, a panel to sit in there to see how you handle the script. And so when the screen starts going all, blah, 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 and you've got to come running in and saying, quickly, 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 just stay calm, stay calm. There's something's problem. And and then the Gremlins start coming out of the screen, yeah. right? And then you're to get everybody out of that theater. It's supposed to happen. They go, because so here's the script, and you've got to come in and do this. <coughs> And I thought, how am I going to get this script right? How am I going to do this? So they just go, yes, yeah, straight away. So I'm a big fan of Frank Spencer, right? So yeah. I'm talking, yeah. So I'm out the back there just going. <laughs> and so I'm I'm getting myself warmed up, right? And then they're just going now. So I'm just racing in just going, oh, <laughs> excuse me. Everybody, please. Betty, stay out there. Jessica, you stay there as well. There's something happening. Oh, sorry. Got to look after the wife. But there's something happening. Everybody, please. Pick up your belongings and run with me. The gremlins have got a little bit loose. you got to come. And they're all just like, their eyeballs are sticking out. And they've dropped their pens and they're going, what the hell? I'm going, oh, it's very important. you got to do it now. Come on, let's go. And I raced off and they're going, and they're looking and they're just going, you got the job. Straight we like, we like him. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. So, so it was cool. It was fun. It was just so much fun. Like, And so I did that. And so I was doing the Batman ride as the, the butler, you know, yeah. that. Yeah. And then uh, the Looney Tunes ride, you've got to find Bugs Bunny. He's been lost down the hole, Kendrick. Yeah. He's lost down the hole. I don't know where he is down the hole there. And if you can help us find him. So, <clears throat> so every attraction, I, I put me, I immersed myself into there. It was a different world and. So are you hiding at this time? Yeah, yeah. Hiding from yeah. life, really, aren't you? Yeah, pretty much, man. But it also gives you an opportunity to live yeah. a different life. But create create serotonin and dopamine for other people. Like yeah. they're like I'm changing their life and knowing that their memory it's kinda of wild, yeah. And then like they, they, they said you can stay on after twelve weeks. They out of the hundred and fifty, I think they kept five people and said, Hey, look, you can stay on and be part of the part of the team now here at Movie World. I go, that's fantastic, cool. And it was, it was three months after I was working there, and an audition came up as I was leaving, 
Police Academy stunt show looking for stuntmen. And I'm looking at it, just going, oh, my God. And because it was my favourite, everybody's favourite, of course. Yeah, of course. Just, yeah. just going, oh, my God, look at that. And then I looked at the criteria, right? So it says martial arts, gymnastics, <laughs> uh, body skills, uh, motorbike skills, car skills. And I'm going, yep, 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 yep. I looked at the whole criteria and I went, that was my misspent youth. That was me. That was all my – and so I went, yeah, 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 so I'm doing it. So over, uh, there was a there was a two-day audition to, for about 200 people, right? And it was amazing and it was so strict. And Vic Wilson was a stunt coordinator and he was the one that stunt coordinated for all the Mad Max movies. Nice. And Yeah, it was amazing. All right? So they're doing the whole tour. So get in the cast, show us what you can do. They go, oh, yeah, okay, cool. Jump on the motorbike, show us what you can do. They go, oh, yeah, okay, all right. Okay. So – and then, the, so I didn't have any fear, right? Because I, at this time, I wasn't afraid of dying. Since Sheree died, yep. I'm ready. Like, Are you I'm, still I'm, drinking and stuff during this time? Yeah. Like, ridiculously? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not, at a, not at a good pace, yeah. yeah. But, but, you know, so. Uh, did they know? <coughs> did, anyone, did anyone in the movie world know what your actual. No. Obviously, you're the funny guy. They're loving no. you. No, they didn't know. No one know. knew what was going on behind the no, scenes. No, nobody knew the story. Nobody knew me at nighttime when I left and got in my car and drove in the real world. Nobody, no, not too many people knew that. A couple, a couple once over those 12 weeks yeah. sort of got to know a little who, bit. Uh, who I was and, yeah, and it changed, you know, because, and at this time as well, like when I was going home and at nighttime, I'd go straight. I'd go straight into surface and I'd be working as an MC or a stripper in, yeah. in, 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 at night time. So I'd been un- immersed in another world. None and, of it's and real. The, and then I, yeah, and then I'd go and then so, so, so myself knowing who Michael was was kind of like, okay. And so well, You must get to a point where you actually don't know who you are anymore. Oh, man, it was weird, yeah. And that's only been over the la- within the last six probably years that, you know, yeah. that, that, that's actually transpired and, and happened and it's amazing, you know. And the person I've found I'm really, really enjoying, but we'll get to that. But yeah. So, yeah, so this audition, there was, there was quite a few at this and only two of us made it in, right? Because oh, I was jumping. Like, this is Michael on there. Remember when Rodney gets shot and he falls yep, off and into that canvas and he falls onto the concrete? Yeah. So he goes, and other people have done it before. So And he just goes, right, Michael, if you just – and as he's going, telling me what to do, I've already done it and I'm on the ground before. He, he's going, holy shit. So there's no – I've got no inhibitions, no worries. And, yeah. and like, I'm ready, to, I'm ready to throw my life on the line for the show. And, you know, and they had – they didn't realise that I was literally ready to throw. Right. You know, so, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, what I say now is like I was a, uh, I was an alcoholic, suicidal stunt man trying not to die every day. I know, I know, I know. I know. How, you know. <laughs> Whilst entertaining people, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Everyone's laughing at I you. Know. You're going through this I really know. fucking turmoil. Where's that? Yeah. Wow. So I was, I made it in, and the youngest guy, Brett Prade. Brett Prade was 18, and I was the oldest, 30. So I was 32, yeah. and I made it into the stage stunt show, and that was. That was just life, life transforming for me. I just enjoyed it so much. The the group of people and the uh, just the amazingness of the camaraderie and the green room and just these talented, talented, amazing people that would actually these were the first people that would make me laugh, like backstage and stuff, yeah. like the Scotty Gregorys and the, and the Shea Adams and uh, uh, Gavin Kyle and Neil Fannings and and, and oh, just amazing, am, am, amazing people. And now I'm. They're act- I'm actually starting to laugh, you know, and then Chris, watching Chris Knight as well when I was Rodney in the crowd, you know, yeah. falling off the buildings and stuff. So that was me in the, in the crazy shirt a lot of the time as well. So we'd change our roles up. So whatever you saw in the police academy, we'd go in the morning and we'd say, you're driving the car or you're doing the motorbike okay. or you're doing – and you're Rodney in the crowd or whatever. Yeah. So so sitting in the crowd, I'd watch I'd watch Chris Knight, who was just phenomenal what he did. Right, He had that character as as the warm-up and he had a tongue for and, and he was just whistling and miming and – 
And then it came to a stage after oh, 16 years at Movie World and the last the last eight I was I filled in for I started filling in for Chris in the weekends and saying, yeah, because I said, I'll, I'll do the warm-up. Oh, my God, that's amazing. That's incredible. And I was a real big fan of Harpo Marks. Yeah, yeah. And my hair grew like that. Like I, I had curly afro hair and Harpo Marks and he didn't speak and that's the same what Chris was doing. And so – and then I started pulling some skills and into that and doing the warm ups and loved it, loved it so much. And then I got a, I got a, I took a break in 1996 and got asked by a friend of mine to come back up to South Mile Island, mm-hmm. who was now managing the place, and says, "Would you like to be activity supervisor?" I said, "What does that entail?" And he goes, "Well, taking people on windsurfing and <laughs> and the catamarans and and taking uh, champagne walks at night time, nine hole golf course, beach volleyball, water polo." And I'm just there going, uh, "Yeah." And he goes, "You'll be the lead, and you've got two people under you to uh, do the activity." I'm going, "Hell yeah, let's do this!" So I took a, I went there for nine, I wound up going there for nine months, took a hiatus. But as I was working there on the school holidays, this young dude used to come from Canberra. And he started entertaining the young kids. And so he was doing balloons and, and, and a little bit of juggling. And, and I really liked him and liked what he was doing. And, and I had no idea. I'd never seen a balloon made before. I'm just going, wow, that's amazing. I said, show me, show me your hardest thing that you make with a balloon, buddy. And so he showed me and he made a, he made a Harley Davidson out of a balloon. I went, wow, that's amazing. Can you show me that? And he goes, it's pretty hard. I'm just going, you show me. So I picked it up pretty fast. And so I really liked it. So in, my, in one of my days off, I went up to Townsville. I bought some balloons, I bought some juggling balls and battens, I bought myself a unicycle and bought myself a Diablo. So I held this free time <laughs> on in South My Island. So in the nine months, I learnt balloon sculpturing, I learnt how to juggle balls, battens, knives and fire, I learnt how to ride a unicycle and I learnt how to use a Diablo. Yeah, And were so, you pissed the whole time? Uh, well, yeah, but it's just sort of, you know, sort of. So you still, you're still yeah, going through. Yeah, your, yeah, your, your yeah, yeah, yeah still, still, still going through, in and yeah. out there. Yeah, yeah, because now I'm back at South Mile Island without Cherie, of course. Yeah, of course. So those yeah, because it, so, so it was just like, hey, well, and yeah. So it was, yeah, it was kind of wild. And, and, and the backstage, and it was like, it was like dirty dancing, like the back when you were in the back. Yeah, yeah. And so it was like that whole like, and there's like parties and things going on. So, yeah, but I was a drinker. But I was the character and I was the new kid on the block, the stunt man from Movie World. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, so so it was kind of cool and wild and crazy at the same time and still a stripper, you know. So I'd, I'd, I'd do some stuff in the main arena for some guests that used to that come the birthday. Oh, Michael's a stripper. He'll get, and I was just like, oh, yeah, are you talking about weird, weirdness? And just, not, it's like, yeah, anyway. And so, but I... Uh, but then I went back to the Gold Coast. I said, well, I've got to go back to the Gold Coast. And I got my job back. At, they went, yeah, Very yeah, nice. cool. we'll have you back. Yeah. And I said, right, yeah, so I'll do the I'll, – I'll, I'll st- I was doing the stunts and then the warm-up. And then I became the war- the full-time warm-up yep. from, from Monday to Friday. And now I had the skills of ballooning and, and, and juggling and unicycling. And so I threw all this into – Into the warm-up stuff. So it was just – so it was cool. I was immersing myself and then getting my – getting the comedy sort of going and the flow happening. And then in 1996 I got – Awarded uh, best street performer and entertainer out of any theme park in the world by IARPA International. Congratulations! Yeah, so that was that was I'm like whoa. very proud of. Mate. Yeah, yeah, it was quite wild. And then i i had met I had met Trace by then in nineteen ninety seven, and yeah, it was nineteen ninety eight. I was going past Billy's Beach House in town. Yep. Yeah. And there was massive amounts of people, huge amounts of people in there. And you could hear them just laughing and carrying on, just going, let's go in here and see what's going on in here. So I walked in there and there was 
there was just a massive amount and and Jack Strom was in there and all these other people were in there and I'm just going, Well, I'm just going this is red this is a red faces audition. Yeah. This is for red faces, hey, hey, it's Saturday. And then there was only one like the person got off stage or the group got off stage then and the and the MC went, If anybody think they can do better than anybody else here at the moment, feel free to come up in the break and put your name down. And there was it was hundreds of people. Apparently it's already already been going for like an hour and a half. So yeah. it was it was huge. And you know how people dress up and they do yeah. all these things for red face. They go really overboard for months. And I went, okay, I put my hand in my pocket and pulled it up. I, there was a balloon there and traced it. And I said, I'm just going to go get a drink, sir. In three months I'd, I'd been with her. And, and then I, I went up and I, I did said. Did you know you were a balloon artist? Uh, yeah, she knew I did a couple of balloons and stuff, yeah. <laughs> you know. So I went to, I went up to the guy and says, yeah, Michael Bennett. Yeah, yeah, okay, cool. Just give me that. So I'm just back and I'm just sitting there. And then he calls me out. She goes, what are you doing? I'm just going, I don't know. So, so I had a balloon in my pocket and I had this old joke, you know. It was just a joke joke. And I thought, oh, well, I'm just going to say this joke, but I'm going to put my my tinge on it with this balloon. So it, it adds to like, like, like a, to, to the old dad joke sort yep. of thing. So I'm, so I'm blowing it and I'm telling this joke. And people are losing, losing it until I finish making, you know, the best thing to come out of... America, ladies and gentlemen, is the Harley Davidson, and that was a punchline. And I made a Harley, and I won. I won. I won. I won. <laughs> Next weekend, they flew me. They flew me down to Hey Hey It's Saturday, and and I was on Hey Hey It's Saturday in front of four million people. My first time on stage as a comedian. Like, did you get you know? gonged? Oh, that's, oh man, you want to hear that story? That's weird. Okay, because. <laughs> I want to hear all the stories. <laughs> Keep going, champion. <laughs> I think, I think, I think I got uh, hey hey cancelled, but no, it's because you know the red red was a gonger, yeah. Yeah. Well, red, they, well, they, well they, yeah. Well, they came to me in the green room. Yep. Jack Strong came to me and and they gave me an indemnity form and says, "Here we go. We'd like you to sign this." And I had a look at this and I says, "What's this indemnity?" So, and on it says, uh, "No religious, no racial, no discriminatory, no." I says I can't sign this. I said that's my whole joke's every one of these. <laughs> I said I can't do that because my whole joke is like I reckon God was the best, uh, the first comedian, and every man that he made. And then, and then I talk about the Japanese. Then I talk about the <laughs> you know so the black people. That's what I call them, black people. And then the black people, and then the Italians. And so I'm talking about all this as religion and and, jo- and, and God's got Joseph standing next to him, just going, hey, hey, you know, you know, but you know. <laughs> And I said I can't do that. And they're going, you got to sign. I said I can't sign. I said I'm not signing. That. I said I, I'm not. A, I'm not a. I don't. I don't. I haven't. I've never written any. Or, you know. And so he goes. Or, and then he goes, oh, you got to go on. <laughs> so you haven't you signed. Like, yeah. No, anyway. I haven't signed. So, <clears throat> so now I'm looking at the the studio audience around here. Is it here. live? It's live. Live TV. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I'm looking out. Right. So I'm looking out at the audience. I've got uh, the panel over here, which is Daryl Summers and 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 Jack Strom. I uh, know Jack. Jack's over to the side, Jack and Red. So he's up here, and I start doing. I so I'm, so I'm say, hey, how you doing? I reckon God was the first co- comedian that there ever was. What do you reckon? Because he was on that top of that cloud, and he was trying to make the human race. And he said, and then Daryl's just gone bump to to Red, just going, it's religious straight away. Get up there, gong, gong, gong him straight away. Like this is what yeah. you know, I could I could see that. So now I can see Daryl's doing that, and now Red's up to the gong. And he and he's just and he's got this. He, you know how you know circles. how he circles the gong, <laughs> so he's circling it. And Daryl's looking at him, just going any time. And I'm looking across at <laughs> Jack, who's who's now holding the clipboard in front of his face, just going, "Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god." And so and I'm 
And I'm looking at the audience while I'm, I've got all these in my periphery and camera right on me. So I'm blowing the balloon, just going, yeah, black people, and it's a black balloon. Black people have got really long and <laughs> feet, and they run really, really, and just, so I'm doing <laughs> this, you know, the Japanese coming. Like yeah, no, he's, and, he's, and I'm doing all this, and I'm trying to get through fast, and, and Daryl's sweating now, and, and, and Red's just laughing at Daryl, and he's just coming over here and going, and Jack's just like, now he's throwing the clipboard down, he's got his hands up, and I'm just there to go, and I'm going through, and I'm just doing all this, and going, I'm just going to hear you go, and there's going, Harley Davidson, and then he goes, gong. <laughs> I'm going, oh my God, I got through. And then Daryl's just here, just like sweating. I'm going, oh. <laughs> I'm going, oh no, oh no. I came, I came second because, you know, I knew I wasn't going to win uh, an 80 year old couple singing to a budgie. So <laughs> they were in the green room and they were, I could see that they were just going, hey, darling, hey, darling, hey, darling, hey, darling, hey, darling, hey. And the birds started copying them and they're, they're on each side. And I'm just looking at them, just going, ha. <laughs> I'm not winning. Yeah, no chance in the world. Did you yeah. say I sold your wife's shoes once? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hello. Hello, second. Yeah, yeah I remember yeah, that. Yeah. I know. I remember your wife when she sat down. Here we go. Here we There's go. There's that afro again. <laughs> <laughs> so we've gone. We've done. We've done that now. Where where we come back to the Gold Coast? Yeah, yeah, from there back to the Gold Coast and just going, hey, wow, you know. I'm people, a comedian. Yeah, people, yeah, people seem to laugh, you know. So it's like, okay, all right, wow. How do we... Still, still at Movie World? Don't know how right. Yeah, it's still, still at Movie World. So I just started doing a couple of five-minute rooms about the, around the place. And then this one guy had, he heard me and he says, I'll give you $150 to stand up in our Mexican restaurant and tell jokes to the people while they're eating. And I'm just going, oh, I thought it was fantastic. <laughs> Amazing! For 15 minutes, you know. Yeah. 515 minutes. Uh, uh, 150 for 15 minutes. I'm just going, this is better than stripping. Oh, my God. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so I stood up there and uh, had a lot of people's backs to me as I stood on, like, four crates with a piece of plywood on it, just going, yeah, so there's two guys walking into a bar and over there. And people turn around and just going, excuse me, would you shut up? We're trying to eat. <laughs> I'm, just going, <laughs> I'm just going, oh, my God, this is sensational. <laughs> this is the career I want to be in. I'm still getting yeah, 10 yeah. bucks a minute. I yeah, don't that's care. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. This has been my whole life. But now people are telling me to sh- they get paid to sh- tell me to shut the fuck up. <laughs> So yeah. you're now a fully fledged comedian. Well, yeah, I'm working my way up to it. So yeah, 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 yeah. So we're yeah, doing good. We're yeah. still stripping a little bit on the side. We're a little still bit. working, I think, yeah. and we're still absolutely destroying our body, absolutely destroying our mind, yeah. doing all that sort of still. Yeah. yeah. So, so the yeah. black dog's still still biting. Yeah, yeah, he's having a good whack. Yeah, but I, but I'd married Trace at this time, and uh-huh. yeah, yeah. So she was a she was a good co companion to the black dog and and helping me get the alcohol down. And we we were just good. We were really good drinking buddies, and you know we had fun and. You know, it was it was it was a wild time. Twelve years I was married for, for yeah. yeah, twelve years, and yeah, we and it was just comedy. And I left the stunt show in two thousand and eight after it finished. It yeah. fo- it folded up. I got my redundancy from from Movie World, and but in two thousand and eight, cruise ships have started. Right. So the sit down comedy club who I was working with, and they're uh, they're amazing in Queensland yep. as uh, the, the, the all round all round Queensland. Entrepreneurs of comedy, you know, so they're so they're amazing. So I, I was I was working with them and headlining all around the country for them, and they got the cruise ship gig at, for P and O, oh, doing nice. doing the late night sit down comedy on P and O's. And mm-hmm. so I was asked as one of the one of the comedians in Queensland, the headlining comedians in Queensland, if I'd like to do it. And I said yes, and it took off, and and they're still doing wonderful work on on the P and O's and around around Australia and around the South Pacific. So you're still married at this time. I uh, still married at this time, yeah. Yep. So that was two thousand and eight, and 
So I started doing uh, quite a few cruises now, and the police academy had folded, so now I was just doing comedy. So I was doing comedy around the place, and stripping was long gone. That was gone now. And so I'm 30. I'm 36 now. uh, So... Yeah, professional comedian from 1998 sort of thing, yeah. So so. Still hasn't dealt with the black dog? No, no, still, yeah, it's still, still in there. And yeah, well, it's, when you look at it, and I mean this in the way it actually comes out, it's really impressive <laughs> that you're still sitting here in front of me. Oh, oh, majorly. So, seriously, mate, because someone that yeah. dealt with that for so long yeah, and all the shit you went through yeah, to be here right now, and we're going to talk about how you're, right, how you're here right now. Yeah. Um, it's really fucking impressive. So well done. Thanks, like, congratulations. I, re- I really mean that from the heart because for someone to go through what you've gone through, push it all down. I know exactly how this feels. I've been through a similar sort of thing. And, um, and to push all that down and not actually deal with any of this shit, mm. fuck, it must have been big when it came out. Oh, man, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I was, like I, in, in, in the book that I'm writing now, it's, it's, I've stood on the edge. Yeah. I've stood on the edge a number of times. Have you ever thought about actually phone. doing it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I've been on that edge. Yeah. I've been there. I've been there with a the phone saying goodbye to my mum in New Zealand. And yeah. I, one of the cruelest things that now, like, I imagine could... Uh, any, any, anybody, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, talking to her on the phone. Mm. With one hand on a balcony, you know, 10 stories up, on the other side of the balcony with a phone in my hand saying goodbye. I've, be, I've been there. And now yeah. it's... Mm. Oh, you deal with this shit now, don't we? Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. So what made you yeah. not jump? Well, just talking to my mum, and I don't know, yeah, but just you know, feeling probably probably feeling feeling her sadness, and then you know, just the forces. There was there was some force, and I, I you know, like a bigger purpose was probably just, it was pulling me back, which was kind of weird because the dog was ready to, you know, like he he was he was okay, and and it, yeah, I don't like being in that frame of mind and being that dark under the influence of alcohol to mm. not to be, still be here, as you say, is like, you know, I do count my blessings, you know. Oh, without doubt. And yeah. I think in those situations, and once again, <laughs> I've been there, yeah. you are, and, and you realise actually, yeah, if I go, it's fine by me, but it's not yeah. actually by everyone else. And you're on the phone to your mum. Yeah. And you can feel that energy and that force going, yeah. like, fuck, I can't do that to her. Yeah. And I, I think personally that uh, that's the reason why we're still here, brother. Yeah, I think it's good, yeah. It is. It's, it's, yeah. One, it's one of those things that uh, that I know it's a very deep conversation, but I think it's good to come out because people need to talk about this shit. And oh, people don't to, yeah. talk about this yeah. shit. So, so we've, we've got back on the other mm. side of the balcony. Where are we going now? Yeah. Well, do, I think, you, do you realise now that, fuck, I've got to do something about this? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, in, yeah, and very shortly I do. But I'm realizing now, like with the beautiful wife that I have now, that we'll yeah. talk about shortly. That the reason I saved myself was because of mum and <clears throat> and what uh, my beautiful wife t- shares with me now. If you're any, if you're ever in that dire strait that you feel as though this is your last leg, mm. you got to find a pinky prowl, a pinky prowl, and make a pinky, pinky promise. Prowl. So, you, so, it. so you have to ring one person that yes. is close to you. Yep. That you that you have a feeling it knows you inside out, which creates energy. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So you have that pinky promise, and I think Mum was it before I even realised that that was she That's was my pinky was. pal. Yeah, yeah, of course. So that energy is what I mean. I'm sure she was. Pushing me back and like you're all about energy. You uh, totally understand, 100%. yeah. And that's my that's my book. As well. So we'll get into that. So yeah. So I I pulled myself back off and you know was going through the mar- doing the cruises and and just you know having a, having wild but still crazy crazy time ups and downs. Like in my book, I says you know I was I, I was living a victim mentality and as a black dog 
and it was my you know he was the puppeteer of my life and i was living uh, the depression trampoline, you know. Mm. So the victim trampoline is what I jumped on all the time. I had massive highs and then I had, you know, Fuck, low lows. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, those lows just... Yeah, <laughs> but see, but the thing is, as and they are, they're amazing. When you're on that trampoline, you want to get as high as you can, yeah? Yeah, <laughs> yeah but, the, and, but I found myself so many times that, you know, I'd get so high that I'd forget that the lo- the laws that yeah. you have to are govern, we are governed by. And the laws of gravity is one of the best things, you know. Mm. The laws of gravity you can't change and get... Getting as high as you can, you forget that you've got to come down. At some you know? stage, you're yeah. going to come back down. And so, I, you know, and, and a few times I lost my balance coming down and, yeah. and didn't land properly, you know, and that's what that's what the, the debilitating depression is, you know. Mm. So, yeah, so with with, with Trace, I, I, you know, things perpetuated and then she got lonely when she was on cruise, uh, when I was on cruise ships yeah. and I was lonely as well and, you know, and, and, and I say that I... I I had a friend at home help her out with that and just went, okay, cool. You know, you're each on their own path, but I was lonely as well, so I'll let you get on your path and, you know, I don't want you to be lonely and you can be with whoever you you want, but I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to be lonely by myself and then you doing anything at home. So So we we split up in 2012, yeah, so, yeah. So when when did you deal with it? When when was the first moment you said, no, fuck it, you're going somewhere else, black dog, I'm not going to... I'm not going to play with you anymore. It was wild because, like, 2012, I was thrown back into the dating scene on the Gold Coast. Hey. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. pretender yeah. too, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Hey? yeah. Oh, man, pretender. Yeah, yeah. I was 49 turning 50, like, hey. back on the Gold Coast. Just Looked going, like you're 26, so you're oh, all right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> thrown back on the dating scene. It's just like, why? Well, and things had changed back then, of course. <laughs> of yeah, I'm course. just going, yeah, yeah. There was no more of that bush. That, that was gone. The bush was gone. I, I have no idea when the ladies got together as a group and just went, that's it. No more bush. When the ha- ladies out there, ladies out there, when did that happen? When did that happen? <laughs> no, remember the old days, Brett? We used to be able to look at it and go, darling, 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 just a curtain match the carpet. No. <laughs> I know, these days they go, get stuff, mate, I've got lino. You go, what, what, what? Uh, for any of those young ones listening, young men listening, lino, lino, that is when you take your shoes off and put, you go for a skiddy along the floor, lino. They're going, what the hell is lino? Yeah, I know. Different, it's a different world. Look at an 80s breakdance video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the big yeah, square yeah. that they're dancing on. That's yeah. <laughs> so I had a crazy time in 2012 when I left my wife. A, a whole year in the back of the dating scene, like, you know, drink, just drink, drink, going crazy on this. went, no, I don't, I want this. And, and after leaving, I got my vision board sorted up, right? You're going to love this. I got my vision board sorted out and just going to go, all right, uh, I need this. Is This is the car I want to drive. This is the money that I want. This is where I want to be. This is what I want. And uh, I was going, all right, now the lady. What? Well, I need a lady in my life. And so I had a vision of my lady that I wanted in my life. And I had a vision of like a, a Kiwi. I just, you know, I'd be nice, you know, even though I was living in Australia and didn't really think about that much. But I just like the, <laughs> like, needs to, like, have a drink, but not drink too much. And I really like to dance and have a good time and be effervescent and funny and, and, and cool and have a, have a cool body and, and just like that. And I just went, no, nah, I put it on the vision board. No, nah, perfect woman. I'm, I'm settling for nothing else than the perfect woman. So I went, okay, put it out there. And then, Going to the dating scene just didn't work for me, Brent, right? So somebody told me about internet dating. And I thought, what? What? I'm 50. Internet dating? That's just... What's the internet? That's disgusting. (laughs) That's disgusting, young man. All right, give me my log on. Log on, log on. All right, yeah. Give me my log on so I can vlog off. No, I mean... So so I went, okay. So I set up a... I set up an internet RSVP, yes. right? So, and you have the bogus names. You know how you have the bogus names. Well, I don't. But yeah, 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 that's yeah, why yeah, I've yeah. heard about it. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Cool. Excellent. All right. 
<laughs> so I had uh, the funny one was my bogus name. Yeah. yeah and, of course, I, I, I was a stunt uh, at, the, at the time, an uh, ex-stunt man, so I was still working out. So I had an open shirt, you know, with, with you know, the – Chains? Did you have uh, gold uh, chains? No, I didn't have gold chains. No, oh, I, had a, right I had a bronze body with <laughs> cut out, ripped and just like looking at – anyway. <laughs> White loafers. Yeah, 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 that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's a Gold Coast boy. <laughs> Look at this guy. This guy looks like a worker. Anyway. <laughs> well, what'd you call yourself? Yeah, f- the funny one. The funny one? The funny one. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah a lot so, of thought got into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going, <laughs> yeah, anyway. <laughs> so uh, I was looking through it. I was just going, all right, so you've got you to scroll through the girls and check them all out. And then I saw this saw this girl, the picture on there. I was going, this can't be right. This this just totally can't be right. That's, that's, anyway, so I send her a beautiful lady sitting in red dress and gorgeous. I'm just going, oh, my God, I'm going to give it a go. Yeah, so I send, have a crack. Yeah, I'm going to have a crack at this one. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to do this. I'm going to send her because you send her a little kiss, like a little pair of lips and go, I was send that to her. I might get a couple of those just in case they don't land properly. Here we go. So, <laughs> and then if they, if they accept it, they, if they look at your profile and go, yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah. And I, I kind of like the idea because it's, uh, it's, a, it's a resume for dating. Yeah. And so you, you get across all those questions that I was over at clubs and pubs and like, hey, how you going? What are you doing? Who you got kids? Where are you from? What are you doing? You know, what, what kind of nature you are you? Just put all your lies in a, yeah. in a thing. Well, no, no, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, just put your lies down. You can work <laughs> it out. And she's going, are you? Do you? Have you? You know, but, uh, but the basic thing is like, you know, she's going, I've got two kids. Do you my kids? Or, you know, do you my, uh, it's like, hey, I'm this. I'm a Gemini. And just going, I like. I don't mind walking, lancing, you know, and just singing in a cave at moonlight. No, no, <laughs> so we got talking, and, and we, it, it was a compatible, right? So, and her this this lady's name was Bollywood. Bollywood, yeah, it's Bollywood, yeah, Bollywood, Bollywood babe, sorry, Bollywood, Bollywood babe. babe, yeah, so funny one and Bollywood babe, there and I just, went, the match I went, made in heaven, yeah, 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 it's cool, it's excellent, man. So I, I liked the babe bit, and her Bollywoods were nice, man. So I, <laughs> I looked, so, so we got talking, and I'd, I'd booked myself two months on cruises, and by talking you mean online, like on, online, yeah, 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 just you know, yeah, no, no, just at the moment it was just fingering flat screens at the moment, so that's, so. <laughs> So we're just we're just doing that at the moment, and I'd booked myself for two months on cruises, and I had a break in between a cruise earlier on in, the no, in November, and I said, "Hey, hey, I'd, I'd like to meet you. Can I meet you?" So she goes, "Yeah, yeah, sure." So we so we meet up in this two break, right? In this in this break, and and I'm just looking at just going, oh "My gosh, she's gorgeous," and and we get on like a house on fire. And it's pretty cool and it's great, and she tells me about her kids and bits of pieces. I says, "Well, I heard a different story to this bit." I heard that you actually rocked up. Oh, with a moustache? With a moustache. Oh, you want, me, you want the whole story? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Here we go. All right. Uh, you want, that's, that is a funny bit. I, I, I thought I was going to cut the podcast a bit short. All right. Because what I was doing on stage, I'd, I'd got from Japan yeah. these sunglasses that had little chains attached to it, and then they they're, they're attached to a moustache, and they're yeah, like a big Mexican moustache yeah. or a little curly moustache. And so there was heaps of moustaches, right? So well, I was on stage and I was promoting laughter and just being funny and create, giving somebody a smile, give them your smile. You can save a life just by doing that, is making somebody else smile. You can make them feel worthy and accepted and part of a community that, and not alone. Mm. I thought it's a wonderful thing. So I used to take them on stage this period, and I used to sell them, right? So for $10, these things. But I used to take them on stage and then I'd say, you could do a simple thing like reach, having these in your gl- – and I had them in my hand. I didn't. They don't know what it was. Reach into your glove box and pull out a pair of these, and I'd turn around and I'd whack them on my face. And then this was 
pre-bed before I had a bed or anything, and then I'd turn around and, and I'd be wearing these like bright pink or zebra sunglasses with mis- a big moustache on it. I'm just going, here you go. <laughs> and then I'd smile and the crowd would laugh and they're, they're smiling. I'm going, see? So if you're stuck in traffic or you're at a set of lights, you can just put these on in the glove box, turn around and just get the eye of the person next to you and just going, <laughs> here you go, here you go. And they'll just laugh, whether you're a weirdo or they think you're a nutter or they're just smiling. You've created a smile. You've released a bit of dopamine. You've yeah. made somebody's day. And plus their energy of smiling will actually give you energy and your day would uplift as well. So that's what I used to do. I'm just going. And, and I had 10 bucks out of the grocery store at the front. Yeah. The com- yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I said 10, uh, 10 bucks. I was just selling them to 10 bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you can buy them two bucks online. But I was selling yeah, 10 bucks. Fine, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and so when I, was, when I was Bollywood Babe and I said, yeah, we all hook up. And, and then right at the end I said, Beware of the man with a moustache. <laughs> and so I'm just going, all right, okay. And that's what I put it. It was just like, you know, then it came back, question mark, question mark, and it's just like, <laughs> so I'm going, all right. So I'm sitting at Burley, right, and, and I'm sitting on a park bench and the sun's going down and it's getting a little bit late and, and, the, and it's dark. And, and then I see this this girl coming over from the from the left and I'm just like looking at her just going, oh, my God, this can't be true. Like, a, like a people like that can't be better looking in real life than yeah. they are in this beautiful picture. And I'm looking at it just going, oh, shit, it's her, shit, it's her, shit, it's her. So I'm sitting on this park bench with these sunglasses on, right, and as it's getting dark with this big long moustache. and So I'm sitting there and I'm just there just going, okay, cool, because she thought we were going to meet up at the restaurant just up there, but I thought I'll, I'll wait. I'm just going to, you know, I'll meet you at Billy Surf Club. And then I'm looking, and she passed me, and I just, and she hadn't, she wasn't looking. She was on a mission, right, to find me. And... um so she was on a mission, and so I just jumped up. And movie world, you would have seen me at movie world, how I shadow walk behind yeah, somebody. Yeah. So you're following their footstep, and you're really doing it. So, <laughs> which is really creepy at night time with behind, yeah, 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 with sunglasses and a mustache. Call the police. So I'm starting to do this behind this gorgeous buddy, five foot two, but bombshell, right? So I'm walking behind her, and the surf club's up there, not, and I don't realise there's all these people sitting up in the surf club. So I'm, <laughs> so I'm starting to tack behind this, the, you know. Behind this girl, and I started shadowing her, of course, you know. So I've got her arm with her, I've got her feet, and it's going down, 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 down. I'm just going, well, I've done this long enough, and she's. I, I think you could start to feel. You can, you know, how you yeah, can, yeah. you know, you can help. You can feel creepy. Yes. I think she felt creepy, right? And so, <laughs> so, uh, so as she was feeling that, which I could pick up because that's why I did it. Move. I could tell when they're going to turn on the yeah. rip, and then I just went. <clears throat> <laughs> and she turned round, right, and she's staring at me and just going, huh? and I'm looking at her just going, hi. And I'm just staring, right, I'm just going, hi. Just gobsmack for a beauty and just like who she is, not realising that I've still got the sunglasses on, just going, hi. And she's like, what? And then I realised and just went, oh, ripped them off and went, hi, oh, um, sorry, um. My, my, Michael, Michael, f- funny, funny one, funny one. Hi, my, hi. <laughs> she's going, oh my god, and I'm just like, and the whole weird vibe came and just going, holy shit, I haven't blown, I haven't, I haven't blown it. <laughs> so I put it in my pocket. I just go, these are, these are, I, I sell it, and I'm very, I'm, I'm, <laughs> is it funny? No, anyway, come on, let's um, let's go for dinner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we went off to Oscars and. And it was cool. And it worked out. We had a great chat and we really got, we really got on like a house on fire and great connection in New Zealand and a few things and how our synchronicity may have already crossed paths and yeah. stuff. And it was, it was just beautiful. And then I says, look, I'm taking off on Monday. I said, how about, how about Sunday night? Like we can meet at Burley again at Bongo Beats, you know. It's a fantastic place. And let's not make it a date with the kids. Like, but bring the kids and you bring all your friends and I'll bring my friends. 
I said, that'll be fantastic. And then we can get to know each other and I can get to see the kids and, and we get to see how that vibe feels. And then your your friends can judge me and my friends will, you know. We Definitely can, judge you. Yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> that's it. Yeah, yeah. I'll bring my creepy friends. Anyway, so... <laughs> So we said, yeah, yeah, okay. So it was cool. So they're all sitting down ready. And so I, I had an entourage of some beautiful friends, right? And I'd give it, there was 10 of us, and I'd given them all sunglasses, <laughs> all right? But on the conversation on the Friday, Donna had told me, I said, so, so you got a son and a daughter? And he goes, yeah, Jess is, you know, she's, she's nine. And I said, what's Jess into? And she goes, oh, yeah, she's into horses. And I said, oh, that's cool, cool. And Hamish, what's that? Oh, Hamish is cool. And he's a motocrosser. He's into motocross. And I said, oh, that's cool. So on Sunday, I spent all day making these massive balloons. Not little ones, massive ones, right? So I made this massive big pony, right, out of balloons. And then the other one, I made a massive Harley Davidson. But I put Goofy on it. I made Goofy. <laughs> so that thing took me about three hours to make right? Uh, it's huge, massive. Look at you trying to get the lead. Oh, yeah. Hey. Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. still through. got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get, <laughs> get them through the kids. Get them through the kids, boys. Get them through the kids. It's a bit. Anyway, so so I've got these two, one under each arm, right? And I've got an entourage of 10 behind me while I'm wearing the sunglasses as well, walking across the paddock, still slow motion, John Travolta yeah, with the course. cans. Ding, da, da, ding, da, da, ding, ding, ding. So we're walking like this, you know, <laughs> like arrow formation. Ding, da, da, ding, ding. And all the people at the Bongo Beats were just going, what the hell, look at that boy, yeah? And they were all just like chatting on this man. And then all of a sudden one person must have said something and they all turned around at once. And then and we, we must have been, oh, man, we must have been a good, you know, 50. 50 metres off, off them they're just like coming toward and they're just like what? and they're all their eyes are popping out of their heads and kids are running over because I've got these balloons and stuff like that just going, and then we got to them just going hey how's it going and then they're all just like waving I take off my sunglasses <laughs> hey Donna and so I give Donna a hug and then I go you must be Jess and I gave her the pony oh my god oh. and then Hamish and this massive motorbike with Goofy on it and yeah, it was just so cool. And then all my friends sat down, and we just had a had a had a massive time, and, and it was just instant. Yes, yeah, stay the night, stay stay the night. It's, uh, yeah, yeah, it's and, amazing, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> isn't it yeah. amazing how that what's meant to be happens yeah. when it's supposed to happen? Yeah, well, and oh, okay, here's, so here's the end of the story. So, and then I leave on the Monday. I'm off on a cruise ship and I gave Donna, I said, here's my keys to, my, I had a sub penthouse in, in Labrador and I says, she was week on, week off with the kids with, for her husband. I says, here we go, you go and look after that. And, and, but I still knew her as Donna, like we crossed names yeah. two weeks ago and she's going, this is Donna and uh, I'm Michael, yeah, so it's called Donna and Michael, Donna and Michael, that's great, great, and we're texting. And it was about another two weeks in and I'm, I'm, I'm emailing her from the ship and just going, I mean, I don't even, I didn't even know your surname. <laughs> she goes, my name's Donna Lee Perfect. I said, a bit. <laughs> uh, I said, but beg your pardon, I think I got that wrong. She goes, my name's Donna Lee Perfect. I said, did you say perf- perfect? She goes, yeah. I said, do you believe in vision boards? You know? She goes, I love vision boards. She goes, oh, yeah, they're great and amazing. I'm just going, well, you're not going to believe this. I says, I put on my, my vision board at the beginning of 2012, I will settle for nothing but the perfect woman. Isn't that amazing? And the universe just went, here we go. And uh, married since 2015, been together for six years now, and she's she she is my black dog tamer. Isn't that amazing? Hey, that's um, that's so good, seriously. And it's it's one of those things that when shit's supposed to happen, it really happens. And um, yeah, I'm so happy for you both because you can just see the love in the room is is amazing, and uh, that's that's something that uh, to get someone to actually tame it. Whew, you done well. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So, yeah, I got immersed in and 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 just Donna and the kids and 
You know, and I think the responsibility came, you know, like I've never had kids in my life. And so the, the responsibility of that as well. I still drink it, but not, I, I didn't drink as, as, as much. And so, and just, and just immerse myself in Donna. And then when Donna shared her story to me, like, I, I was, oh, hey. I was, I remember sitting on the couch and just going, hey, look, you know, let's, 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 let's really talk. And so we did, we spent, <laughs> and we're still doing it. We're spending years just yeah. talking and, and, and analyzing and, and comforting and, and then when she told me her story, which is the podcast that you must get on if you haven't already got on. Get to on and the, vote. Yeah, yeah, get on oh, and vote. Awesome yeah. humans, we've still got a week to vote. So jump yeah. on there and vote. Yeah, cool. The name of that podcast? It's Awesome Humans with Donnelly Perfect. Oh, that's exactly right. Yeah, yeah, cool. Go. Yeah, so jump on there and she's amazing. And it's a, it's a story that must... It's got to get out there, mate. Yeah. And, and the thing is, I know that um, that she's looking at, at the book and the whole. Uh, it's just got to be a movie. It's got to be the whole lot. That's, yeah. That's one of the mo- most amazing stories. And, yeah. And the end to that story is the bit that got me. I remember when I first when we first chatted and she first mentioned to me what had happened and my response was, "Oh shit," was my first response because I I wasn't expecting all that sort of stuff. And then the way that story ended, where the two of you now, yeah, go into schools, yeah. You're, you're anti-bullying. You're looking after the Dream Guards is just insanely good, and you're yes. taking both what you guys are awesome at and yeah. combining it to help kids. Yeah, it's it's yeah. You talk about transcendence, and even since we started there, what we're doing now, like within the last three months, what's happening? Oh my god! But yeah, it's just so incredible that we got together, and then I was started doing. Started doing PG shows on stepping out of the late night. Yep, adult comedy on on cruise ships carnival took me on board and they says radio now we got to you got to do two half two half hour pg shows shows as and three late night shows and it's like pg what okay (laughs) so it was a new thing i'm just going all right so so with the skills so the ballooning and then the uh i'd I'd learned magic i learned some magic since then and and some illusions and juggling and bits and pieces and then donna she goes why don't you just she goes in the cop She'd never seen me as the ple- warm-up Mad Mike, yeah. right? So she sees in the closet. She goes, why don't you bring that costume back? I said, what do you mean, bring the costume back? And I, I'd have had another costume made when I left Movie World that was in the same vein, but it was just a generic costume, police costume. Yep. She goes, bring that back, you know? And so I jump on there and just do, just talk while you're doing I'm just going, oh, okay. So I did that and I, I was on the stage and the, the Mad Mike Police Academy outfit kind of kind of weird, just going, but that was my PG show, hidden, hidden again. You yeah, know? yeah, hidden like behind this police academy mask and void, and so I did that, and and then I started giving the really cool messages while making the balloons and doing this and and pinging out the balloons, and and Donna was sort of like my side the the sidekick. She goes, "I'll be your sidekick, and I help you out." And then I think I only did about two shows, and I went, "No," I said, "No, we can't do this." I says, "You know," because and then I said, "I'll call myself the Dream Guard." Yeah. The Dream Guard. I says, "No, no, no," I said, "You're amazing. What your story is." And I'll teach you some stuff. She started learning balloons. I said, "We are the dream guards." So together, you know, you've got the you've got the voice of the female and uh, overcoming resilience, and I've got the voice of the male. And and now we're now we're just synced and and tying it in together. And we brought that from. So I still I do my my PG comedy as just Michael Bennett now PG yep. comedy on 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 stage. And but I I spruiked the dream, dream guards a little mm-hmm. bit as to what we're doing. But on land. Yeah, we're the dream guards, and as dream guards, we make sure that children's dreams aren't stolen, excite the imagination, inspire self-belief, and arm children with tools to stand up to bullying. It's pretty cool, man. I love it. I love it. I really do. Mate, this has been one of the best conversations I've ever had, and as an inspirational um, story, it's just been 
I can't say it any better. It's fucking sensational. It really is. And and uh, mate, we went on a roller coaster. I love roller coasters. Yeah, and yeah it's a world. The thing is, mate, your life crosses over with mine in so many different ways. And some of the shit that you've been through is uh, is inspirational. How you've come out the other end and to find someone. And I'm going to say at your age because it is an age thing. Like oh, I appreciate some, it, yes. some sometimes in life, you don't get that second, third chance. And yeah. mate, you found yours now, and Thanks, and man, it, yeah. it's amazing. So. Congratulations. I always finish this off with a few quick fire questions. Sure. What's your favorite food? Wow. Fish and chips. Every time I'm in New Zealand, I go fish and chips, but I I, I like lamb as well. Favorite song? Stairway to Heaven. Favorite place in the world? Uh, Next to my wife. Oh, I can't say anything after that. That's, that's awesome. I really, really love that, mate. And you're the only person that's ever come on here with <coughs> props. Oh, yeah. Oh, there you've, yeah. you've got a – is that a flute? Yeah, yeah. It's cool, isn't it? This is How's this for you, – uh, you talk, yeah. you're talking about the next evolutionary step in, 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 in mind. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm writing a book and it's about the mind, all right? Okay. So um, I'm teaching people how to so – We're not allowed to say the name of the book? No, no. I'm, 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 I'm just sort of holding at the moment. What's the book but about? It's, it's about taking control of your mind and guarding your mind and controlling the mad monkeys that try to control your feelings. Yeah. Fair call. Yeah, so uh, it's about controlling the mad monkeys, d- defeating depression, and living a life of purpose. It's pretty amazing. <sighs> pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah, because I've been through it. I've done that. I've come out, and I've done it naturally. You've been there, done that, got the T-shirt. Yeah, yeah, got the T-shirt, and uh, I'm going to sell them too. See and what? <laughs> Nine ninety five at the concession stand. Yeah, yeah, so what's yeah. with the flute? What's the go in? Oh, well, this is this is really cool. I, I it's heard a, it's a wooden flute. Yeah, it's a native. Pig on it, is it? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's got a bear. It's a bear. A bear. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Pig bear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Oops. a bush. Yeah, look at that. It's a little little bush on there. <laughs> so uh, we we uh, do a lot of charity work. My wife and I, Donna yeah. and I. So and one of the charity events that we went to that we were speaking at this gentleman jumped up and he goes oh this is this is Walter Smith and he's an uh, amazing shaman and he plays the the American indigenous American love flute and okay. and I just went oh yeah okay cool and it looked very cool you know the, the flute then he starts playing it spellbound I was gone I was really? gone and Barry it's a love flute I'll, a quick little I'll, on this when the Native American boys, as they're coming through manhood, they get made one of these by the elder or their their father. Yeah, get made one of these uh, flutes, and they get. To, and it's at the residency, uh, the, re, uh, the frequency. Sorry, it's at the frequency of four thirty five, which is the frequency, the heart frequency. Okay. Yeah, okay, four thirty five. It's a love frequency. It's amazing. And they get given one of these flutes, and then they go up into the bush, and they find their sacred place, and then they play the flute, but they play it. From the heart to the wind and the trees and the birds and the and the bub- babbling brook and the rivers and the storm and the lightning and the thunder and yeah. so they play it all right so it's from the heart it goes into the mind goes into the heart then then when the girls come of age they then go up into the bush as well and then they just listen they listen and they and, follow and the flute follow the flute wow. yeah and so what but whichever frequency and the way that it's being played that that's their direction so it's not like a swipe left or swipe right because of visual it's actually you know it's it's tinder of the ears mate so yeah 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 so you get so you get drawn and it's a heart connection so it's amazing so you're gonna play us out I will, I will, I will. I'll play this. What what are you playing? Oh, can I share one one more story, which is this is going to resonate with it. Like Walter told me about this. It's got the frequency of love. And Doctor Emoto, do you know him? The 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 water, the 
experiments that yeah, he's done yeah, on water. Yeah, 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 the experiments of water. So anyway, Google that experiments of water. How our water has energy. It takes on good vibes so and nice. and bad vibes. Yeah, mm-hmm. fantastic. Well. The Cheri- there was a Cherokee reservation that was worried about a black snake coming for hundreds of, hundred years, hundred years or so. Black snakes coming, black snakes coming. Couldn't work it out. Couldn't work it out. Three years ago, without asking or having permission, uh, an oil pipeline was put through the res- reservation. Black snake. There's a black snake, bro, and it started leaking right and going into the water, and it was just like, oh, and it was affecting the crops and the people and the and the ecosystem. Yeah. And so Walter, right, he goes, he gets eighty. 80 Indian flute players, and he gets them to play the flute residency. Love residency, 435 uh, frequency. Sorry, I say resonance. frequency. frequency yeah. That's dyslexia right there, Mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The love frequency. into the, So they play them into the streams and the rivers and the, and the waterfalls. And how's this? Sorry, the love goes into the water, goes downstream, evaporates, goes into the cloud, and when it rains, it rains love, bro. What? Oh. I know. Oh, that's a he, mic drop moment. Oh, 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 man. Yeah, exactly. So he told me about But that's what I do on stage. I tell that story now. Yeah, right? yeah. I tell that story and then I play the flute and oh, people lose it. And then afterwards for a joke, I just go, yeah, so, <laughs> so I'm just going, oh, wow, that's amazing. So I do play it to water when I'm on ships and wherever I go. But I, I tell the joke, I just go, oh, I was sleeping one night and then. And then I thought, the farmers need water. The farmers need water. And I went, oh, my God. So I grabbed this flute that Walter's actually lent me, where he's lent me this flute, but he's making me one. And so I was on the balcony at one one thirty in the morning, one thirty a.m., toodly, 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 playing this flute, right? And then my, then my wife Donna comes storming out. She's got a glass of water on her hand. I said, what are you what are you, what are you doing? Before I could finish, she just chucks the water on my face. She goes, there you go. Now go to freaking bed. <laughs> So there's your water, piss off, you stupid. It's one third. I said, but the farmers, darling, the farmers. <laughs> so here's one for the farmers. All right, yeah, I'm going to play you some flute, man. So All this right. is, uh, yeah, I'll see you. Flute me up. Yeah, yeah. I've, uh, trust me, I've only been doing this for four weeks now. But, okay. uh, yeah, and so here we go. Seriously, that's insane. What a great tone. I know. It sounds good. Doesn't it go to the heart, though? Yeah. So when we play it, we say, we just go, okay, you can listen to it, feel it in the mind, then bring it down and draw it into your heart, and your heart actually glows. You can feel it. That energy is now, it connects, and we just, that's how we're providing love to the world, bro. 
Well, mate, thank you so much for your time. Thanks for fi- finally Jim. getting a chance to come and talk yeah. to me. Mate, I really appreciate it. I appreciate you. I appreciate your family. Thanks so much. Thanks, bro. Appreciate Thanks for being it. an awesome yeah, yeah. human. Thank you so Cheers, much. buddy. Cheers. Bye. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening. And what an amazing human. Don't forget to hit us up on all the social channels at BJ Macker and look out for more Media 8 podcasts.